to research space about radical freedom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm feeling a lot of fear because I'm doing an experiment about being radical free and not planning anything to a radical freedom research. And this this word name it a necessity that I, I was with and, and it started to describe my my next step relate to pressure and to parent ego state. I I've been discovering the last year through going into initiations, authentic adulthood initiations that I learned to fake responsibility in in patriarchy. I I learned to, to pretend that I, I'm responsible. And and the way one of the ways I discovered I did that it was through this punishment reward thing of school and my family. So it was something like if you want to to go to your friend's house on the weekend, you have to do your homework. If you Yes, thank you. If you want to if you want to have that gift in the Christmas, you need you need to behave well when you're going to your grandma's house. I remember I hated to go to my grandma's house. And there was this 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 thing of if you not do if you not do that, you can do what you love. And it wasn't in this way somehow I, I learned to to fake uh, to fake responsibility and, and to to not grow up. It's somehow I stopped to, to grow up there. It was like almost that I, I was frozen in that moment of, of decision or, or doing what I really want to do. Because what, to, to have what I really want to do, I had to learn to squeeze myself and manipulate myself to, to fit in, in the outside. To fit in, in in what my parents want and what school wants. So I, I did this process where I want I wanted to to painting at school, but it was time of lunch. And I I had to go to lunch because it was time of lunch. And and sometimes I wanted to have lunch, but it was time to sleeping. It was this primary school, like forty five years old. And I, I wanted to play, but it was time to write. I wanted to write, but it was time. It was time to to go to home, and I didn't want to go to home. So uh, it was this disconnection with my inner compass of what do I want, <coughs> what do I really want, and it's I started to squeeze and to manipulate my wanting. And and then when I started to to go through. Inside of the possibility management game world, for example, I this was just transferred to that and other places because this pressure was already in my life and all this strategy to handle life, it was already everywhere. So I started to to try to be a good possibilitator and to to do the things that possibility management needs and the things that I was seeing to that is the next thing. So I started to do rage club and, and possibility coaching and all the next things that empowered me to build matrix but was from this pressure place. Not most of the time, but actually most of the time there was some glimpses that was not, but 
if I really be real, I think most of the time it was this contamination with, with the pressure. With <coughs> Would you I want you to just finish yes, that bro. sentence. Would you hold yes. just that part you, you have? Yes. So I, I had this contamination with the pressure, so it was this wanting to want. It was not 100% authentic. Can you just explain that more? Wanting to want was not authentic. Yes, it's like I, mm. I want to want to be able to hold space to Brazil. But it's not where I am now, or, or it's not my ex on the map. So it's a way to disconnect from reality because it's not where I am. The pressure makes me disconnect with what is. Because of that, it's not authentic. So I want to want be better on it. I want to want organizing a trainer, a training, like I explained the box in Brazil. I, I want to want to be able to source any conversation. I want you to not create a hierarchy wherever I go with trainers. I, I, so there was a lot of it's expectations. I think this one to one is expectations somehow. So, yes. Yeah, so this one thing to one and trying to be a good possibility. Mm -hmm. Can you uh, discover or yeah, share so that like what's the what, what is the purpose? What I discovered so far, the main, my main purpose is about getting approval and being adaptive. So it's a lot of contamination of child ego state I'm, I've been going through. And one of, uh, one of the main behaviors I'm addicted with is it's getting approval. And I'm still dismantling it, what are exactly the behaviors with it. But it's this necessity to the outside response to my actions, to my proposals, to my wantings my question is how what is that for you what 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 is for that so that for you <clears throat> what, what comes right now is that so that i can fit in so that i can belong so that i can have somewhere that that i <clears throat> so that, yeah i have somewhere that i i can be with people who are like me <clears throat> Yes. Yeah, and and I've had this these these like phases in my life that there's it's different groups of people, and I do the thing to be a good whatever blank so that I can belong to this to this group, so that I can find my myself in this structure. I can find my spot in this in this web. <clears throat> yes. And this is the part that didn't grow up. Mm -hmm. This is the part of the contamination of the child in the state. Because the child in the state is research that Anna Nurumbana and Vera uh, was holding space for in a workshop where I started to research that, is that the child in the state went to seek for fulfilled needs that were not fulfilled. But it's like a black hole because it's in the past. So whatever you try to, to belong, to be loved, to be important in a group, to, to be certain and to be safe of your plan of your life, will crash and you suck your energy of life. Because it's not reality. It's, it's from, you're sourcing from the past. Yeah. This need of belong, of fitting in the group. So this is what you describe it, is exactly this, this part of you that it's, it's contaminated with your adult that 
so hardly need their proof and their belonging to something. Yeah, thank you. I, I don't know if <clears throat> this is the source, but last night I had an emotional healing process and there was a moment when I was seven and I was in school and I got literally taped <clears throat> with tape to my chair. That taped is pr prison? With tape, with tape, like actually real tape. The teacher taped, okay. the teacher taped me to the chair because I was so, I had so much energy and I wanted to do something and, and it was like nobody else got what was going on and I, 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 like I made a decision, I, I don't belong here, like I don't belong in this earth almost and yeah and then it's like this whole time it's like trying to belong, so where do I belong, where do I belong? I don't belong here, where do I belong? And <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah, and, and what happened in the process? What did you how did what did you decide or what what happened? Yeah, so there, there I think this is super relevant for this radical freedom. So there was there were three moments, four years old, playing with my toys, like doing this <clears throat> game that I was playing in my parents thinking it was a mess and, and them taking away my toys because it's a mess and when, when it's not I know it's you know there's something that I'm doing here and they just strip it away then the sec when I was seven when this happened and then when I was 12 and I'm like I at that point I'm literally sitting in front of a piece of paper and I I'm trembling tr like trying trying to figure out the first line to draw on this paper to draw something I can't do it I'm like stuck and one of the big things that that came was that I I didn't even, I couldn't even believe it like I cut my gremlin in half and I sent the creative wild um, amazing colorful part away and 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 I I I was able to reconnect with with him on the, in this process and and bring the, bring it back together that's what happened in the process so it's bringing the wildness back. Like I, I'm, I, I was wild. I'm, I, I, I'm energy, and I want to create things. And and, and I, I'm sitting in this classroom, and I, just, I can't, I cannot. Like, there's this chair, and I need to be in the chair, and and then I get taped down to the chair, and it's like <clears throat> at, in that moment, some, uh, like, a part of my wildness died. And, and I'm looking around and I'm seeing all these kids kind of like smirking and laughing and the teachers kind of smirking and laughing and it's like they're all in on it. And I'm like, okay, this is, I don't belong here. So when, when I was hearing, thank you, when I was hearing you speak to Gabriela, what you were saying, in other words, is that a lot of people, um, you might have, learned to take responsibility to meet an unmet childhood need. <clears throat> and so then you listed some of them, but would you list them all clearly? If I, if you're asking me to list it? Mm -hmm. To list it? Because you said it, you said it just to have to clear it. Yes, yes. When... <clears throat> would you give me an example just to me take what, it, what do you mean when I said? Oh, it was from the research from the child ego state uh, contamination mm -hmm. that to meet certain unmet needs of childhood, so the need for certainty and variety. That I have some behaviors, to list some behaviors. 
For example, but no, actually to, to list the needs. Ah, okay, yes, to afford that. Yeah. Yes, thank you. So the there there is this main five needs as child that you you have. That is it's love. So, so to be loved, to, to receive love from the mother and this connection. So like so much many children I feel so sad when I, I'm walking and I see these children in a Versu or carriage, carriage, and and it's like like one month years old baby, and and they they are like separated from 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 the mother, and this is so insane because it's like imagine you're nine months in the belly, and then out of the blue you are out, and and then you are being with someone driving you, and you're making like this inside of the thing, and and you are separated. Out of the blue, it's really like a shock. It's like you are in the belly with that that togetherness, and then pff, it's crashed. And and this greatest car, this greatest car of of separation. So this this need of love, it's one one need. There is the need of belonging. That is something I'm 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 researching <coughs> about. This belonging is a lot about fulfilling others' expectations. So you are safe. So you are part of a tribe, part of a group, and I see a lot of people, including myself, relating to possibility management in this way. Like I want to be part of the tribe of possibility management. So I set up all these expectations to myself and to others to be part of, of the group. This is an example of of, uh, of belong the need of belonging. There is the need of of significance. This is one of the ones that I most have behaviors that is to, to show importance, like that show that I I'm relevant and I, it's a lot of me me me. It's like I'm important. I I have value. What I have to speak, it's it's relevant. Listen to me. Listen to me. The certainty is this greatness to stability and to safety. So. For example, I one of the behaviors I found was I can't remember exactly. Yes, I I wanted to to please my mom because when I was when I was smiling to her and when I was hugging her and asking how was your work, mom? What did happen? She was so happy that she she baked me a cake. She cook she cook. A food. She 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 embraced me. She 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 did things to me. So it was like a reciprocity that I was like, okay, if I do that, I will have the certainty that she will cook that to me. It was in this level of 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 <clears throat> it's like about food. If I do that, she will feed me. It's a conditioning. Yes. Yeah. And the the five one that that come through this that research is the need of adventure. This is what I didn't research so much and what I what I what comes to me is that is this need to, to experience life and to to do something else. It's like to to I think actually I know one of my behaviors is, is this jumping from one thing to another so I don't finish things. I start one article and then I, I left there and then I, I go to another thing and I I enter in a training and then I jump to another training into another training. So it's this addiction to adrenaline to to have life. And and it's like a child don't 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 
care if she she is stinky if she didn't eat if she she if she it's it's time of sleeping she just wants to watch this this movie and she wants to go crazy and in this this adrenaline of life and this is the the needs that for most of us i would say for everyone were not meet in so different dimensions and there is this concept from another context about the inner child that is the idea of keeping that parts rolling and and trying to meet like i will take care of that part that had that needs and this is a lie and it was a crashing for me when i when i realized that it's a lie that i can that i can't all of this that was past i can't i can't fulfill all these needs that me in the past didn't have and that part included a lot of grieving process it's really part of the grieving are you saying then that part of radical freedom is grieving yes grieving was what what you had to kill in yourself to to survive and all of these needs that you will never fulfill you will never be loved you will never belong you will never have certainty and this fucking scared to face it that that reality <clears throat> We're in this, and more that you, know, you never belong, or you never have certainty, or, or love, or recognition. It is, is that these. It's not about looking for other people outside yourself to. To be so instead of belonging, do I belong? Having the consideration or the preoccupation. Do I belong? Do I not belong? And, and having that being the orientation of someone, which would be, you know, child ego state orientation, survival. Like, do I, my value, I, I have to belong, otherwise I'm going to die, for example. Instead of having this as the, as the point of origin, which is having it outside oneself, having mm -hmm. another person decides if I belong, another person decides if I'm love, another person decides. Uh, if I am valuable, is to bring, reclaim the center back within and, and reorient it oneself towards I decide, I, I, I decide value, I decide um, belonging, I decide, uh, so that it becomes irre irrelevant as a, as a question. Yes, and and it's I would say that radical freedom then it's it's becoming at the source. It's it's exactly yeah. it's radical freedom, it's a step <clears throat> to become the source because there is a point of the evolution where you start to to have a lot of and not having enough matrix to distinguish, to to navigate your feelings, to, to go something that is is my sensation where I am now that I'm stuck after going so much trainings and, and starting to hold space, it's like, it's, it's like 
so mm. much things that I missed as uh, that I, I, I'm not providing to myself. So I would say that radical freedom is learning to provide to myself, not with the purpose of fulfilling that needs that were there in the past, but with the purpose of starting to live. It's just getting that picture of the spaceship Earth documentary watch it where these guys were traveling around and collecting things like <coughs> things of biosphere everywhere and knowing and learning about the animals and about the ocean and about corals corals yes corals corals and about fishes and about plants all around all all, all around the world and and it was this this thirsty for for touch life. It's what school did with us. It was really getting us to stand from reality. And the radical freedom is, is coming closer to reality. And I want to throw in the space this question to to you, of where is it your what is your necessity for it, or, or, or what is it that radical freedom? I want to understand better or uh, feel what do you mean by radical freedom? Freedom is coming closer to reality. Which reality? What do you mean, which reality? Everyone has their own reality. We see. <coughs> then it would be difficult to, to navigate into that question. That, that's why I'm not really getting it. I have a, a question back to you. Yeah. That is, what is it reality? Reality, for me, is the conglomeration of my decisions, my perspectives. So reality is your past? The now is reality. But you said that it's the conglomeration of your decisions. Of the now. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm very confused. I, I don't know how this is managed here. Yeah. Did you do expand the box training? Yes. How many times? Twice. What are you angry about? You said you are confused. Hmm. You're thinking, I propose you really mm -hmm. go to your anger. Actually, even when you have your hands like that, you're concentrating. Yeah. Well, right now I'm more afraid than anything because I feel like I'm being tested about what I think reality is. But I, I don't, I don't think there's a right answer. <clears throat> <clears throat> why are you asking the question then? Because I don't know what it is. Why do you think but you need to know? What is reality? Why did you use that? That's why radical freedom equals to reality. Coming closer to reality. Are you interested in agency? My own agency? Mm -hmm. Yes. That's why. I'm interested. 
a person who's interested in agency would be interested in reality. But there's no real reality. There are stories about reality. Yes. Yeah. That's why I realize, and that's why I don't know what coming closer to reality would mean. Yeah, I'm skipping the stories. Skipping the stories. All of them. Yeah. Maybe I'm just making a mess in my head. Yeah. Maybe you're cleaning it up. <laughs> you use the word realizing, and realizing is, is exactly that. Oh, I have a story. I have all these stories. Oh. I have a proposal to you, Tamara. Yeah. I notice you, you have this tendency to try to figure out with your mind. And it's something you're not figuring out with your mind. My proposal to you is that you, you keep that question, like how does radical freedom, it's coming closer to reality? And you do that as a quest, um, I, I will borrow from Quinton this quest I don't think. So you, you were you in the from school web? No. So it's, um, it was a thing we were searching that, that Ion is a particular mm -hmm. that have a negative pole yes. that attract something, that attract a positive pole. So when you have a quest ion, mm -hmm. there is a question that attracts the answers in your life. Mm -hmm. So my proposal is that you keep that as a quest ion. You put in your center of gravitation and whatever you walk or whatever, whoever you speak here in that space, in other spaces, you, you keep mm -hmm. that question. How come radical freedom get you closer to reality? And, and see what you discovered. And you write an article about that. Do you accept my proposal? I would like to. And yes, I'm really no. sad that. Wait, wait. Do you accept my proposal? I accept your proposal. By when you write the article? It's probably going to be by next week. And okay, we have a deal. <laughs> okay, by when next week? So it's. I'm really sad because I don't know what reality is. I'm really sad that I can't get it. <coughs> I don't think I will ever get it because I don't. It just doesn't exist. So I also feel sad that I have a story that I have to know and I have been in a school of creation for four years and what we speak about reality is about creating from through our like reality is the reality we all live, but personally, it's not like one thing for everybody. Okay, but then you are, you are giving your center to that school, to that way of thinking. Yeah. Does that make sense it, to you? Will you give me possibility of where I'm not seeing? No, because this is my, the experiment I invite you. It's not something you get to answer. 
So we'll have to make some the answers for this for this article. Yeah, it's not something that you have answered because if you have answered, you kill the question. By when you write the article? By next Friday. Next Friday. We will share in the Archer Committee Fair Group. I will. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you. Because I want to hear your words. Thank you. Thank you. I feel sad. This. <laughs> yes. I feel sad when I feel groundlessness. Scary. It's scary. <clears throat> it's funny because this woman, Emma Chogren, says the nature of reality is groundlessness. I love her. I love her. You're in trouble. No, no. I've <laughs> 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 heard about what she said. I've read about her. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's, I'm really inspired because of the research here, but it's like radical freedom from stories. Radical freedom from stories. Mm -hmm. And then what's left is reality. Mm -hmm. Taking vacation Yay. from your problems. Well, no, from your stories. And from your stories, because problems are stories. <clears throat> Anyway, it's just a, a picture of a movie that I, it came to my mind is What About Bob? <laughs> that the the guy just just ask give a prescription. The physical psychology give a prescription to the to Bob like take vacation of your problems, and he's like totally take it and as an experiment. And Are you willing to not go in the past? Mm -hmm. I have yes. another question. Is that okay? Go. I mean, don't. I'm not saying it doesn't have value, but I'm saying you're talking about the past, and this is a research space that's happening right now. And what I want to know, Gabriela, is if in radical freedom, you know, if I'm approaching radical freedom, if I'm trying to enter radical freedom, how? What is the process for uh, facing like stories? Or letting go of story. What is <clears throat> what is the work of that? How? Well, what, what is the work of? Okay. How do I let go? How do I discover and let go of my stories without pressuring myself? Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. <clears throat> I discovered this 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 thing where when I when I face into my expectations then what I expect what I expected can actually happen when I face into it and 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 just like own it own up to it like 
uh, come clean about my expectation of myself. And that, you know, it's a lot of time, for me, it's that I, I, it's like I have this resentment that I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't change fast enough. I didn't transform radically. And when I, 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 I sit in a circle and I, and I acknowledge this resentment and I find the expectation that I had of myself and I, and I go there, I go into how, how big and how intense this expectation I've had of myself has been and how, what big of a wall it has, I have created for myself. And then it just starts to crumble. And this, you know, I'm back, I can go liquid again. I can go back into the liquid state. And so, yeah, it was this thing of when I, when I faced into the expectation, then what I expected, to, that what I wanted can actually happen. And this is where the pressure fall, starts to fall off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I want to share just for context, this came from the men's lab where I did this big initiation process one night and then you know, I'm like, okay, yes, I'm liquid and this is how it's going to be. And I'm going to be just like able to break in front of each of these men, no matter. And then the morning comes and my box is already, and I sat in space and I was, I was like, I was having, I was really angry with myself and it was this resentment. And I just started with, I have a resentment with myself. And it just started opening and opening until I was liquid again. And that's what I wanted all along, and what I expected. And when I faced it, and then it, it, I could come back to the reality. What I hear you saying is the radical freedom is a time of vast liquid states. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, and the space in between. Because they, that's to get to the vast liquid states. I have to be. I have to be able to navigate in the space in between where there's not a liquid state. I have to be able. I have to navigate myself back there. And I'm proposing that the fate, like, as one one of the doorways is facing into the resentments I have with myself. So an expectation is a solid state. Yeah. Yes. One. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's something else. So. Okay. I'm also have something else. One. You inspired me when you were speaking about that. One question I received started make me face it. That was fake. It was. I think it was you, Vera, that asked me, "Will you do that if there was no one looking at you?" I don't remember if it was or someone is this question. You would do it if no one was looking at you. And this was one of the questions that brought me to a deep liquid state about, well, I'm doing everything to the outside, to, to the stories. And, and for the sake of the stories, I, I, I think have a, people have about me or that I have about me or about the world. And and I, I see that this, this constant liquid state, this vast liquid states, and this facing it 
and I'm not doing what I really want. And and then even the wanting become a pressure. Like that everything there's a mm. pressure. And it's almost impossible to be in that V that um like this V of pressure that the ball is trying to climb to to the thing and it was impossible to just rest in the no posso, no bottom. The, the bottom. What made it impossible? The, yeah, the pressure and the, the wanting to come out the bottom to people see me. This this child needs. So one of the things that really made me to go to pressure is try to get to the top of the V with the illusion that if I got here, people will see me. It's one of these big shit constructs from patriarchy that have success. So if I if I climb, if I really try hard, I will climb, I will climb, and then I'll be here and people will see me. One of the things for myself. And, yeah. and the question was, how, how can radical freedom have no can exist without pressure? And there's pressure and there's also flowing in between. It's masculine and feminine in between and the friction happens into those poles so there's no pressure without having the other side of the feminine which which mm, does the pressure the, the pressure or allows or, or becomes the let's allows the masculine to flow in, in a different way so that things happen so it's feminine and masculine in action and mm, it's not only pressure is flowing also. I want to say about pressure. Responsibility, in the old map of responsibility, people long for taking responsibility. But in when they are in survival mode, taking responsibility <coughs> will cause this pressure. But I, and, and what I think is that pressure will exist whenever, whenever take responsibility. Uh, to take a stand for something bigger creates a kind of mm. a transformational pressure. The people who have, who are in survival mode, they, they take this, the story is in the how to relate to pressure. Mm. But pressure is a problem for, for some people and for others is a challenge, is a kind of, let's go do this. I, I object to that. Yeah? <clears throat> because what I think is that the real horror, the real pressure is a vacuum. Because then, then we don't know what to do. Like, when it's radical freedom, it's also radical responsibility. Mm -hmm. Radical freedom means you, it's all up to you. Mm -hmm. All of them, there's nobody, no authority, no nothing, and that's so scary. The people would rather stay in the pressure, like looking for something to pressure them. Mm -hmm. Maybe in reality, there is nothing to pressure them. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what, what I was meaning when someone takes a stand for something bigger, and yes, there's nothing, but that that is a kind of pressure. That is a, but you, I think it's this backing thing. Yeah. But it's not, it's not the survival pressure. It's a total survival pressure. Vacuum, vacuum? is a total survival <clears throat> pressure. Because in the vacuum, who am I? What should I do? 
But is that survival? And then it's a relationship to the pressure and not... I, I think that it's related to having this expectation of yourself. I really am I'm, I'm, I'm getting it that the, the, the vacuum itself, the vacuum is not, a, there's no problem with it. This, but then to, the person who asks, who am I in this, they have an expectation of themselves. Like that I should be something, I should know, I should, then it's a self, the, the expectations of the self. So, so it's not about the pressure, it's the, the stories behind that make, transform the vacuum into a kind of pressure. Yeah. I think I'm also, I'm seeing a distinction between like just intensity of feeling versus like something that I'm putting on myself, like an expectation. And so like, like I might feel fear, like high intensity fear to take on a lot of personal responsibility. And that's not necessarily, it's like a kind of pressure, but to make a distinction, I feel like it's more like just, I'm scared of the intensity of that experience versus like, there's a lot of stuff that I'm having to carry, like the stories and the shoulds and yeah, expectations. And what's the fear really about? It's like, it's like, like almost like I can't handle it. Like I can't handle feeling so intensely, because. like being so alive, almost like that it might kill me or something to, to be that alive. Yeah. Would you say Vera about the distinction you were exploring yesterday, the ecstasy of the being? When? Where? In the cafe, the ecstasy oh. of the being, the ecstasy of the grandma, that's what you were saying. So intense, the ecstasy of life and being. It's about the, the there's a distinction between what the ecstasy of gremlin that a lot of people have learned with the, to call it aliveness, um, and how different it is from the ecstasy of just of being of being alive of being in reality, and where the gremlin ecstasy is more it's kind of like this noise a really big noise and excitement a lot of mixed emotions and intensity in that in that way and the intensity that is in the being is is, is super intense can be really super intense and it doesn't cause this um, gosh there's information there's a lot of information instead of just kind of a noise there's um, a lot of subtlety also there can be a lot of subtlety a lot of Backed with information, but it just it has an effect that is completely different. It's more like uh, more like listening to a like a, a violent playing a song instead of a TV going. Yeah, I'm I'm getting something like a like uh, when I like I'm thinking of like adrenaline and. If, if it's like you're like an adrenal adrenaline junkie and you're just like you know seeking that next like pleasure of high intensity it's just kind of like getting a, a, a hit and 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 then it goes away and then you, you don't kind of evolve from it somehow it's just the same thing versus i'm thinking of like when i'm doing the thing that scares me the most and there's that adrenaline that's like the real thing that scares my being the most uh then it's like 
sort of this like hyper presence and I'm like really you know like everything's on the line and so then I, I feel like like I'm noticing so much like sort of what you're saying Vera I'm, I'm so like present to like full contact with everything that's going on yeah, and, in, and then you think the that you have to hold on on it when you are in that place you, that you are noticing so much things you think I, I my fear is telling that you think that you have to hold on and to to manage because you learn that you manage in your last works so well I manage that and I manage that and, and then you you put so much energy in trying to manage things how, how do you manage life and identity also. Yeah, you said it, this all it, all this might kill me. So who's me? Mm -hmm. You know, what's this me? And it, Wait, it, you did a question. Give it space to her answer. I guess yeah, my my box. I, I want to afford, I, I, I noticed that there are impulses in you, Marcus, you speak, and, and in you, Lisa. And I want to speak one facet, one more facet of this context that is about school. And I think that radical freedom is connected to learn to be in life. So, for example, yesterday I cooked for the first time a recipe, like a recipe that is not for my parents. Uh, not from my family, and it was so crazy to to hold space for that team to to cook that recipe. So scary because I was like in this not knowing, and in this not knowing, <laughs> I was trying to ask for each person how do I do it, how do I do it, and the recipe was not saying the amount of vegetables and the amount of each thing. There was like ten people these vegetables, but it was not like square I as I used to to do recipes. And I was freaking out with it. I was like so scared of I would do wrong. How is that recipe? And asking two different people how to do it. And and this for me was a process of learning to cook, like to cook some something that I never cooked before. There's so much joy and and it. And I think it's it's unlearning to learn to be like unlearning the things to learn to be in life. And and I remember in different school when I was doing that experiment. What do I miss? What did my being missed when I was at school? What did I really want it? And then it was like all these things that I even can remember now my mind. It's my, it's my big book. And, and it's, I think the radical freedom is about doing that things. And my question that is really my, my edge, that is how to do that things from the, the, the willingness of my being, from the natural movement, and not from pressure also. Because if you fear of going to the, this one-year experiment, I will start of traveling around the world of radical freedom, experiment of radical freedom, and I have so much fear about jump, like um, going to the same thing, the same strategy, so using this strategy to deal with this strategy. And Yes. Yeah, it reminds me of this experiment of laying down and just not doing anything until a true impulse mm -hmm. arises. And it's what you just said really entered me. Like, like to be, f for me, freedom is in a way to be free from all mechanicalness. Mm 
like from my box, my grandma, like from from this addiction to fall, to wanting to follow something that is habitual, mm. and to yeah, to just let this impulse arise and then follow it, not having any um, mechanical structure that is, or not not letting any mechanicalness stop me from acting out this impulse. I'm hearing you saying is that freedom is authority, is have you having your own authority to act not from the mechanicals of your box or, or from outside, but acting from inside. Yes, and it has a touch of it's aliveness, like it's uh, your. I agree with you, it's authority, but it has. For me, the word aliveness is missing there. And. Wait, I have a question to you. What is the disconnection you have between having your own authority and being alive? I have a story that being my own authority, like that, that this authority is something stationary, that it is something fixed, that it's not flu. Not fluid, like not changing. And this radical freedom for me is like a, an ever change. That this, whatever I. Okay, how do I do this? Mm. <laughs> this, where I take my authority from, is like a constant, constantly changing. It's like. I have the story that this, the word authority says it's something fixed. Like, the, like the, this pen, for example. Okay, I'm, I'm losing what I wanted to say. Oh, no, no. I, I, what I'm hearing you say is that somehow you have connected authority, yeah. with that authority is some fixed, and yes. it's it's not alive. Yeah, it's a new dead. Yeah. Are, are you saying like authority is like a rule? No. Okay. No, it's, oh no, no, I get it. What, to me, right now, it's the sense of self. Maybe, maybe it's a word. It's the sense of self that is always there. Yeah. That is, okay, no. I delete this. Um, yeah. I, I have this thing about the turbulence that I get when, I, when I'm going into a. Uh, Taking radical responsibility. There's this turbulence on my way to taking responsibility. Taking responsibility of what do you mean by turbulence? The fear and, and anger and, and sadness and all of that in my parts. Not what my my grandma not wanting to take that. My my box does not want to to expand more. So there's turbulence when, <laughs> while I'm being coached or I'm taking or I'm wanting to take radical responsibility and immediately after when when I get to that spot of okay I just took radical responsibility that's something that you know, comes down and there's so what came up is radical freedom freedom is something that comes after radical responsibility the sensation that comes there and I have also s such sensations when I 
if jumped from a plane with a parachute and not really being in the air, the intensity that would be my gremlin having that that thing. And then when the parachute opened, it was not my gremlin anymore. It was ah, I'm floating. I'm, I'm, my being was <coughs> there, and then my box was freaking out. I'm, I'm in the air. I'm, I'm flying. And then coming to the ground, pure joy. So radical freedom, freedom could be joy, could could have something to do with joy. I, I want to say I'm something about Lisa. Yeah, I'm, I'm there on a on, on another page on another map with with the radical freedom because if there is no good and bad and if there if it's really possible for you to get rid of any story, then you end up where it is, what is, and that is the part where the, where the radical freedom is. And you said something with the, with the sourcing. So it is my choice to what I, if, if I'm radical free, then it's my choice what to source. And so there I have all possibilities and you can call that low drama or high drama or any drama you want to call it. And it doesn't matter if there is a, a ecstasy mm. or an, uh, of the being or remnant or intensity and I'm, I'm sure I'm right now at that point where I just think okay it's just radical freedom is no stories mm. not 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 one single one and being at source it's your choice and yeah. and <clears throat> this is the healing I, I I would say that if radical freedom is the healing to go to radical responsibility. And I, I heard you saying that it's radical freedom, it's radical responsibility. But because in modern culture we have such a, a, a deep root that responsibility is a burden and it's all these contexts I bring in the beginning, I think in the radical freedom there is this possibility, what you said Lisa, that there is not right and wrong. Like high drama is good, Low drama is bad, so because of that I want to choose high drama, but it, it's what it is, and for then, so then, I can experiment the consequences and taste it. And that's what we couldn't have as child. We really couldn't experience as child the consequences of, of our choices. We, we just were um, smashed out our throat, this is like this. And so we, we cut down, we cut out the connection with reality. When I do that, this is the effect. <coughs> like in the biosphere, when when they like when the oxygen, the carbon is going high, they they are sensing the connection that they that their action have with reality. Because each action they are doing that they, they are seeing at the, the same time because they are they, it's so close to them, and I. And when you're feeling, because of that, I don't think that it's just joy, radical freedom. I think it's all the feelings. Because if you just feel joy, you are numbing yourself to reality of all that, what you're all, no, you're numbing yourself to the reality of what your other feelings is informing you. Because then you, you make an action of, for example, I don't know, stealing a recipe. You steal the recipe and then you block yourself to the feelings of the consequences of what this created to other people. Then then you and, and then someone says something to you and you want to make it in a rule like this is wrong. 
but the, the, in reality you didn't open yourself to to feel the feelings of what your action created so i'm i'm I, what i'm getting is that radical freedom is a doorway to feel without beating me up with this neutral eye what i'm creating and I keep coming back to this to this expectations I have of myself like I, have, um, I forgot exactly what you said but there's it's like I have no stories I have no I, I must have no stories I must have no this I must have no that and these are all expectations that are created and and in in transformation work in healing work there's an expectation I must be healed I must be this I must get to a point where well, it's not there is is you are making an expectation yeah yeah. But, yeah but you didn't say that you say in healing work there is an expectation it's no, in my healing work I'm making an expectation in my healing work I make an expectation and I see this very ubiquitous like get wanting to get somewhere and the wanting to get somewhere is an expectation I make of myself. We said, I want to get to the top of the V. I need to get there. Um, yeah, I'm just I, my this detector like of of that I'm I'm noticing as people are sharing of like what is the expectation that you're having of yourself. And I keep coming back to it. And if I can face into it, if I can face into that expectation, and I'm, then I'm not in a story anymore. So okay, I have this expectation of myself. And that's that's what's going on right now, and that's what's blocking me from from being in that radical freedom. What I've what I've discovered in or asking also this question of how do I discover and let go of my stories without pressuring myself. But it really turns also to the question of how do I get towards radical freedom. Is that what I discover is that being with my body sensations, no matter what. And, and when I heard you speak, speak about the V and going up and then there's these expectations and the stories, then I hear it as this is, this is all the strategies that you have, so you're not, so you don't have to be with your sensations. And I, in this case means specifically sensations and not feelings because I discovered that in these physical sensations they seem to me more profound than the feeling. And then I can, basically noticing which feeling is it, that is already a bit up the V. A bit up the V noticing, oh this is fear. And then I have to deal about, oh what should I do with that fear, or can I name it or not, or is it okay to have that fear or not. That would be already in a strategy. but. Below that, I notice that I have these physical sensations, and am I am I trying to avoid them or not? And whenever I succeed in not avoiding them, then this whole story—they all the the whole card house from stories just falls apart because because the whole card house from stories was a setup to. To make sense of this sensation, so I don't have to sense it. And 
yeah, I'm, I'm hoping these words can describe it a bit because the, I have these moments. I have these moments of, for example, one is that when I'm doing a new nap and I'm before falling asleep, I, I fall and fall and fall through all these layers of fear into more awareness of what I actually sense. And with that, it's amazing how much... But the, the image now I'm having is I'm dropping down the V because I'm, I'm getting all this, oh, you didn't do this, oh, you didn't do that. And all the fears, they come and inform me about what projects I didn't finish, which conversation is still open, where I didn't um, hold my promise, and so on. And the practice I'm making in that moment is allowing to stay with that intensity of sensation and not jumping up and solving it, not jumping up and oh, yeah, doing the call, but dropping even even further into this storyless pit. The so thing is that the there are stories that create sensations in the body. And what I'm going to is that the body is the gravity point in the V, the physical body. But and there was this um, the, the education was this way of conditioning the, the five bodies to a point where, where I can no longer tell what is coming, what is authentic, what is authentic, what's really coming from me. Because my mind has stories and my mind, the focus is on the intellectual body and then all these things start happening in my body, in my physical body. And it's to, to peel off the layers. And if I can anchor myself, if I anchor myself in my physical body, which is radical freedom, it is to move from what's coming up. I, I want to burp. Why, do, why don't I burp? Or I want to fart. Why don't I fart? And then there are other sensations. And to move from there, to, to rewire this connection to the physical body, and 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 create the space for the radical freedom. I'm hearing that you are answering one of the questions. Um, Clinton asked the question about what does it take to go into the process to to go radical free. And so I'm hearing that one of the ways is anchoring your physical body. Yes, it's. It's the starting point. It's the starting point. It's in. It's the, the the V and the physical body is what brings me down to reality, mm -hmm. to the material, and if I rewire the connection to the physical body, then from there I rewire to the other four bodies, and not the other way around because now the wiring is around the intellectual body. Susanna, that's what you do with people. Pardon? That's what you do with people. You rewire them to their physical body. Yes, and I feel quite lost in this space because it's so. I. I, I <laughs> it's so easy. What's so I, easy? Kind of, it's easy. What is easy? Letting go is not a doing. It's a letting. It's, it's opening the hand. 
and you were talking about the four feelings. And you, Marcus, also said that the four feelings is already a little bit up in the V. And this is al already this survival thing about the feelings, that you have to do something with the feelings. Mm -hmm. Other than perceive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Same thing, other, but do anything other with the body than perceive. And I'm, remember, I'm reminded by Ingrid, she says that she has no resistance to the now. And when you see how Ingrid looks like now, she is so radiant. And she has no resistance to her diagnosis, what's happening in all of her bodies. She is totally in, the, in no resistance. And that would be an answer for me. It's just not so intellectual and not so complicated. But how do you deal with this pressure to relax? A pressure to relax? Yeah, yes. How do you do this from like this? A process would be the grieving, because the grieving has all four feelings, and the grieving, maybe the grieving also has a pressure. I have to grieve. No, you, you, can't, <laughs> you can't get out of it, because when the grieving comes, it's very mighty. It's very and what? Mighty. Well, I also just before the, I mean the I have to grieve, I have to let go of my hand, I have to heal better. This is already the story, and and okay, I fear I repeat myself because this sounds when I hear that the someone has these stories or I have these stories, then all right now I translate it in okay you're you're running away from your physical sensations. Like having the sentence is. Is you run away from what is? What are you sensing? Physically, you're not allowing yourself to. I mean, for example, the sentence "I have to do this EHP," otherwise I'm, yeah, what? And so you're running away from not doing the EHP and having the sensations about what is right now. Maybe the proposal might is to yeah. consider that. People have different, there's, there will be different ways to attack or to approach radical freedom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that people might need really the physical body, and some people it's like a mimetic construct. If you don't dis dis disassemble the mimetic construct, mm -hmm. you know, however much you can feel your body, that thing it will get triggered. Mm -hmm. And so maybe consider that it's one way. Mm -hmm. I experienced the release of pressure with the, the, the two times that I went to the feelings practitioner clinic. And I don't really know how it happens. And what I got, it was this, my energetic body coming back to my physical body or this alignment between the five bodies. And the experience was everything slowed down inside of me. There was no pressure. The, the, and it was just clear what I wanted to do. And no voices, no, no stories. When the process ended, I remember having this, I, I, I'm going to eat a steak with grease and I wanted to have bone and I'm going to eat with my hands, my hands. And 
there was not, oh, you're going to eat meat or grease is not good or... And from, yeah, I, I want to go more there and do the process that Michaela told me about and see what happens and then I'll, I'll report back. What is the process? Uh, it's a process of... Uh, I learned how to leave my body to protect myself and I left a part of my energetic body somewhere. It, it doesn't come back. And so it's to go there and get it back. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I feel a fear that it didn't land what I said. So the no resistance to the now would be the key to radical freedom. Whatever is in the now, that, that there I go with you, body sensations, but there's, it's more in the now mm. than body sensations. So what else? There could, there could be any pain, there could be anything which is uncomfortable, box re resistance, gremlin fighting, mm -hmm. or like in Ingrid's case, really pain and diminishing of one's forces and whatever is happening, that means also no resistance to echo. I think, Susanne, the way you say it is that you try to give us a solution. And I think the conversation here is, mm. how do you build a bridge? Like, what's the bridge to walk? So can you offer us the bridge? How do you get okay. there? Okay, okay, okay. So no resistance doesn't land. Well, yeah, it, it does. Everybody has an idea what that means. Okay. So maybe one way would be if there is pain, not go away from the sensation, from the pain, from the feeling, but go in towards the direction of it, leaning into it, like in leaning into the feeling, having a yes to whatever appears. Would that also be a solution already? No, that would work. Yeah. And that means that that's your facet. You know, there's yeah. a sensation and yours is pain. And it makes a lot of sense because you're delivering a work talk that's about pain. Mm. Yeah. This is only one example. Whatever is happening. Okay, but the whatever doesn't help anybody. Um, because people don't even know what the whatever is. So it's, it's so numb. So you're saying the person is like doing self-cannibalism, having a yes for self-cannibalism. Yeah, this would be not working. There's this idea or understanding that there are two forms of what is. And you're doing the leaning into what is, accepting what is. You're doing the accepting what is mode. Yes, and this had also has also connection to this discussion before what is reality. Mm -hmm. And so the other form of what is is not accepting what is. It's creating what is. Do you see more about that? We haven't even started talking about that. <laughs> okay, I want you. We have more fifteen minutes. I want you. I want to add a third point. In my case, it would be not feeding the the wolf. Do you know the stories with the white wolf and the black wolf? And so, not to go more with the attention to what's already there, and that would be uh, feeding my underworld. Mm. Yeah. So I, 
I, I'm really interested in this two what is, the two, two versions of it. And what I'm seeing is that first, it, it, it's, sort of, it's sort of like in order to get into the what is of cre the creating what is, I have to first accept the what is. Like I gotta, I have to look at it, face it. This is what I hear you saying. Just you have to, I, I have to face it. It's not, not feeding the self-cannibalism, but face it. This is what is happening right now. Even right now, did you notice you said, I have? Okay, I, I didn't, I don't, I have what? Like, you said, I, I have to accept. Yeah, even that. Even there is, that expect, is an expectation I have of myself. Yeah. And so I'm not, I'm not trying to say that this is the only thing, but this is my piece. This, uh, you, you have an expectation of yourself that is blocking you from being with, with what is of yourself. Would you make would you make an experiment with expectations like with your expectations and then share what you discovered? Yeah, I started that and and yes, I I see that this is like my research topic. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Even me in the other room, I could hear. Well, what about this? And you wanted people to come and rescue you. Please give me a solution. All right, and here it's a research. What are you researching about your expectation? I'm talking to you, Jeff. This is not a let's fix Jeff problem. Don't we all feel better? I feel fear because when you say that there is this true what is the what is acceptance that you describe it, Susanne, mm -hmm. and the second that you said, Clinton, the what is from creation, and I notice my my lineage is what is from creation. Your what is? Yeah, the what is as create creating what is. You're leaning or you're leaning into. Yes, like <coughs> this attraction to it, and it's like I notice inside of myself the repelling, the repelling to the acceptance. Of the what is acceptance, and I notice this happening inside of me. And that means you're not a Hindu; you're a possibilitator. Yes, and there is this mix that I was describing in the beginning in the beginning of the space of this mix of what is creation, and and because if creation comes from the place of of, of pressure. I make a further distinction. Yes. Which is there's a difference between unconscious creation and conscious creation. And we are ongoingly con unconsciously creating. And the point of radical freedom is like gaining agency in conscious creating.
you. <laughs> it's a thank you attack. Is it? And I attacked you back with thank you. <clears throat> Do you accept it? <laughs> yes, or or letting it in. <laughs> <laughs> we have for seven minutes in. Yeah, is there any more questions or inquiries? Well, yeah, I'm wondering. Are we, are, have you talked about any structure? No. no. I, I propose that what we're talking about creating, it's also choosing. And somehow I'd like to write an article or do work talks about choosing and the power of choosing and this ability or inability to choose or choosing consciously and unconsciously. Because as we're creating all the time, we're also choosing all the time. Choosing to swallow, I'm choosing to like my eyes, I'm choosing to move my leg, I'm choosing, and of most of it is unconscious. And we want it to be that way. We want the breathing to be unconscious because otherwise, if you had to consciously choose to breathe each time, that's, you'd spend your whole day doing that. So the sleeping state has really great uses in that regard. I was having a conversation, or in the feedback this morning was with Jacqueline. What I discovered is, if you do your choices not from yourself, whatever yourself is, let's say an integrated like all your parts having serving the same kind of purpose, let's say that's yourself, then your choice are only based in rules and in have to's and it should to the degree that you brushing your teeth all the, every day at the same time, you know, are you choosing to brush your teeth uh, before you go to bed? Or is it because that's when you brush your teeth? Or do you go to sleep at between 9.30 and midnight because that's the time people go to sleep? And you sleep, you know. Or are you choosing to sleep because you're tired? So that level of radical choice has to do with, I think has to do with having access to physical sensation, to pain, to the now. And it, it, for me, that relies on an inner structure that is viable, that is that's workable. And if you don't have an inner structure, then the only thing that you can push against to be in life, it, you can you can not choose if you want, and then you just lay on your bed. I've done that when I was anorexic. Like I just didn't have energy to choose. The only thing I could do was lie in my bed. So then I was not in life, I wasn't pushing against anything to be it's like in a swimming pool. If you don't push against the wall, you're at the wall. You know, if you don't pull against the water. But what are you pushing against? So in if you're not radically free, what you're pushing against is these rules and these habits and these have to's and these should and this so and so that I'm a good person or so that people like me or this is the what you push against. And the question of building a like a viable inner structure is what is the thing that you push against? What could you be pushing against? And a proposal, you know, and that's really on the other side of the spectrum and as a is what if you had a sword and a bullshit detector? And that's what you use to push against. A sword and a bullshit detector. And that's it. 
And that's what makes your choices. And then there's all these other forces that can come and work through you, but it's not really a choice. You let echo move you. You let your archetypal and linear speak through you. You. I was having this conversation with Anna. It's like you you're a maker, so you just make. Wherever you are, you're making stuff. But not from, from these infinite resources. But the resources are not something that you push against or push with. The only thing is sword and a little bit So I'm starting a research with Isabel Estrel about building in a structure. And she started reading the website. I will have calls probably with her every two or three weeks to try to, what's that path? What is that path? To, yeah. Build something so that, I don't think you can skip from being a vapor. You know, if you don't have an instructor, you just vapor. Like, you're not there. It's like, to a, a sword and a bullshit detector, because it's too close. Mm. It's just too much of the same thing, just unconscious and unconscious. And so I think it needs to be build something before it can go back into nothing. So I'll, I'll keep you informed about that. Is that, is that space just for, is that why you're doing one-to-one -one coaching? Or is I'm, it possible to be a group? It's a group. She built a group. Okay. And you can build a group. Or ask, are you asking for the calls of research? Yes, I'm, I'm, asking, I'm asking about the calls that you're having with her. What are you asking for? Um, my real question is that I, there is a group that Athena started about researching inner structure. And... What do you want? Yeah, actually my, my real... The real thing is that I want to be part of it. You say that? Yeah. You say that? Why? What if you say that? If you ask that? Yeah, I can say directly. I I want to join in that research. You didn't ask. Will you? Is that? It's not as easy as it seems. <laughs> no, indeed. <coughs> Is. <laughs> but. Uh, could you give me possibilities? What is the question? Uh, will you add me on the group? Please ask. No, please ask Isabel, because I'm not the space holder for that group. I just don't okay. want to start that conversation. Okay. So the space is coming to a close, and mm. before that. Gab Gabriela, myself, and Maria Diaz are holding space for a work talk on radical freedom and the neutral lie. And you're all invited. Yes, I would say that. And the, 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 neutral the day, the day. It's 27th okay. of, of um, it's next week, Friday next week. In English? Yes. In English. Right when my article. Radical freedom and. Yes. <laughs> and the neutral lie. And a neutral lie. Neutral, I. Neutral, I. Neutral, I. Neutral, I. Neutral, I. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Is it not a neutral, neutral I? Neutral, yes. Neutral, I. 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 I.